Welcome to the After Hour Sessions podcast. It's your host, D-Rock, and hey, everyone, we're getting ready to go into 2023, which is crazy. Um, time is really flying. I know everyone always says that, but I I feel it more than ever these past couple years. Uh, I can't believe that as far as the podcast, we're going to be going into the third year. You know, show started in 2020, and we're looking to go into 2023. So that is amazing, and that is a testament to all the wonderful people who are listening, all the wonderful people who come on the show, the great guests, the great session wrestlers, the great adult entertainment stars, the great producers, just everyone who's coming on to share their truth, to share what's on their mind, to share their journey. Um, I am truly humbled and appreciated. It's just been amazing. And, you know, when I think about people, I'm not really someone who likes to, I don't like to do the whole New Year's resolution and what am I doing in 2023? Because, and I'm not knocking anyone who does do it, but just for me, it's more of, I feel like, hey, if you have a goal, if you have something you want to change, you don't have to wait till the new year. You can start right then and there. But it's okay if you do wait for the new year. That's your choice. But that's just me. But I do think a lot of times, and I'm guilty of it, like a lot of us are, we just look back. We're all really tough on ourselves. And we just look back and see what was wrong with the year, what was wrong in recent times. What did we do wrong? How come it didn't go this way or that way? And we kind of overlook or downplay the accomplishments, the the journey that we've been on. And I do it for when it comes to podcasting. I do it when it comes to session wrestling uh, included. I overlook it. I look at, oh, man, I should have done better on this podcast. Oh, man, I wish I would have seen this session wrestler coming into town, but I missed her. Why did I do that? Oh, man, I wish I would have thought of this idea. But. I'm really just trying to look back at the positives and man, this has been a journey when it comes to the podcast and it comes to session wrestling just in 2022 alone. So this is kind of my, you know, D-Rock's year in review. So sorry, I know people, I totally get it. We want to hear the guest. I, I understand that, but um, I like giving my point of view as well sometimes. Um, I hope people do enjoy it. That when I just kind of have it with just me or maybe just with another fan of the sh- of the show or fan of of session wrestling and fetish and kink, that those episodes are enjoyable and that people can give them a try. Um, I look back and I can start off with like just the podcast and, you know, bef- outside of the sessions from the episodes, you know, starting this year off with Natasha Leona. Really, I can say when Michaela came on at the end of December of last year, that kind of kick-started the new, the new season and kick-started the year of 2022. And Michaela has just been an amazing guest and someone I really can say I'm proud to, I can call a friend and through this podcast. And that's been one of the blessings are people who I've admired their work, I've admired their story, and getting to know them and getting to connect with them, it's been amazing. And really, Michaela talking about 
her uh, episode last December and talking about how she went from, you know, expanding beyond just the foot fetish videos and expanding beyond just the, you know, mixed wrestling videos into a more sexual content and her talking about that journey and talking about how she came to that decision was really huge. And I thought really, I really appreciated her sharing that story on the show. And it was a reminder for me that we always need to be evolving, constantly growing. And it's hard to do. It's scary to do, but it's important to do. And that's what that episode kind of stood out for me and her giving her truth and her giving her background and also balancing the life of Michaela and also a personal life and how tough and challenging that can be. I know a lot of us are fans of these performers, fans of the ladies who do this, and we don't maybe give enough credit for the sacrifices being made, not just with the traveling and, and all those things, but, and the, you know, the content, but also what it is in their personal lives as well. So that, that was really the kickstart for the year of 2022 for the after hour sessions podcast, even though that was at the end of 2021, it was awesome getting to talk to Natasha Leona a few times to kick off the year in January talking about her upcoming tour, you know, that she was having that year. And I believe also Natasha is having another tour starting in 2023 in the beginning, um, which has been really awesome. And her talking about, you know, her first time coming back in a few years since the pandemic. And, you know, that's kind of been an underlying theme of these episodes or of just how people are feeling which I'm kind of realizing now is, you know, the pandemic in 2020 and 2021, those effects and people really coming psychologically, physically, and how, you know, they're bouncing back in 2022 and hopefully in 2023, myself included. And it's still a struggle. It's still a journey of getting back to my old self. And who knows of my, me or anybody else who's listening, maybe we're not going to be back to our old selves. Not saying that we're not going to be comfortable again, but, you know, we've all have collectively gone through a lot these past few years. And um, hopefully we've all learned from it and, you know, learn to appreciate and learn to grow and learn to just a lot of different things. But it was great to talk to Natasha and kind of go over that journey as well. And for those who don't know, I'm a big lift and carry fan. And I guess I have to apologize. I never really talked about what happened when Natasha and I did the lift carry challenge. So there is video. I I, I don't know. It's kind of, it I can be honest, it was not my best work. Um, I did not prepare the way I should. Natasha is, you know, a tall, beautiful, curvy woman. And I lifted her. I did uh, over the shoulder carry. I did on the hip. I did do a cradle. And Natasha kind of said, that's good enough. That's good enough. Uh, I'll be honest. For me, that wasn't. That was, I, I can do better. I was not happy with my performance. 
she was kind because I was lifting her up and and I did have some lifts and I think she was impressed that I could do it, period. Uh, Natasha and I are about the same height. I'm a thick dude, but I, I don't know if she thought I could do it. But I did lift her up. Um, probably got three or four lifts. The challenge was five, but Natasha said it was okay and I won. But, uh, you know, when she she's coming back to America early in 2023. And um, she doesn't even know this yet, but I kind of want to want to have a redo. And hopefully I can get somebody to help film it or we can have it filmed and I can really release it for everyone and it can look, you know, look good and everything. But that was fun uh, to do as well. And she came, you know, I met with her and Safa Water uh, back in April of 2022. And that was a fun journey because I, I met them over in New Jersey and drove over to the, the complex where they were staying at. And it was funny, um, you know, sitting down, getting to talk with them, hang out with them. We did the lift challenge. Uh, Safa had, you know, taped that. And then... You know, Safa was asking about, you know, hey, D-Rock, you said you wanted to go on camera. You said you wanted to, you know, be in some content. How would you mind coming on for me? And I said, sure. So Natasha and I did a face-sitting video, which you can see in Safa Warda, Warda her uh, clip store. So that was the first time, not the first time I filmed, the first time it, that got published uh, was here with um, Natasha doing a face-sitting video. And it was really awesome. It was cool. And I have watched the video. For a long time, I didn't. You know, it's always hard. You get nervous. I get nervous about the podcast, and it's hard to listen to my own voice, you know, afterwards. So even though Rich, Natasha's really doing the work, um, she's awesome in it, and she's, you know, face-sitting and twerking on my face and everything. Um it still is kind of nerve wracking because I'm like, that's me. And, you know, you hope you do a good job. And there's always that battle I have internally where it's like, you know, you have to hey, nothing's perfect. You keep learning, you keep growing. Most important thing is that you're putting yourself out there and trying. But I kind of go back and forth where I like, you want to do a good job. You want to knock it out the park. You want to be, you know, you know, you can't be perfect, but you want to be close to perfect every time and right away. And, that's not realistic. That's not fair for me to put on myself or for anybody, any of you guys to put on yourselves. But, you know, I battle that. But it, t so it took months for me to finally look at the video. But I did. Not, I was, you know, like I said, happy with it. And also uh, Natasha was the one who really did the amazing work. I was just kind of the, uh, the beneficiary of all that. But that was another – that's a highlight, you know, of 2022 that I – have overlooked these past few months and shame on me. It's cool that I can say, you know, I was in a video, I was in some content for somebody for two, you know, great people like Safa and like Natasha. And that's something to be proud of, you know, and also I was able to do the lift carry challenge and I love lifting carry and able to at least try it was really cool. And I was able to get that amazing tantric massage from Natasha and it was an experience of a lifetime. So that was a huge highlight for 2022. You know, and that's kind of me talking about the podcast, but also combining the session world of me doing the sessions. Um, in Jan January, I got to talk to Vivi Lane. 
and Vivi is a legend. I think no one will dispute that. She's one of, you know, probably still in the top three, top five, toughest, baddest ladies in the game. And to be able to have her on the show was really interesting and really cool. I was nervous about that one. And I guess, if I'm honest with everyone, I get nervous before a lot of all of these, you know, um, probably the ones I feel most comfortable with are when it's just like me and Hans and Hans isn't on the show. Like he, you know, used to be Hans is dominating the, the clip world and just really doing his thing. But those are probably the ones I'm, and I don't, doesn't mean I take those off or I'm not as still focused on wanting them to be the best episodes for everyone listening. But uh, I get a, a nervousness when I do the show and it's not a bad nervous where I'm like, oh, I don't want to do it. But it is a it's, it is a nerve, a nervous feeling because um, a lot of times you want content that's good. I always am concerned. I want the guests to feel comfortable, um, to feel real, to know that this is a safe place, that uh, we're here to have a good conversation. I, I look at it like I, I don't necessarily want to have a fluff conversation, but I'm not, it's not gotcha media. It's not gotcha podcast. It's not trying to, I want people to feel comfortable to share their space and to share their journey, to share what they're doing, what they're into, um, to be able to be comfortable just to share in general. So it's important that people feel safe here. And I always want that. And I always want it to be good where when someone leaves, you know, the podcast, they themselves feel comfortable, but then they're also, when they talk to other people in the business, when they talk to other uh, producers or other fans, they can say it was a good experience for them. So I was nervous like I was in general because it's VV Lane. And for what I just said, I was also nervous because on sessiongirls.com, you know, those interviews that Jen will do, or sometimes the, the session wrestler, the subject gets these questions and they answer them. So Vivi had dropped hers not too long before that interview on uh, Session Girls, and it was a long interview, and it was a great interview, and she answered a lot of questions. And what made me nervous for that was, oh, man, she spoke at length about a lot of different topics and how can this be different? How will this be good? You know, I'm sure a lot of people will see that and a lot of people will listen to this and, you know, you don't want to just duplicate it. Uh, so that made me nervous, but I, I, I was proud of the fact that I feel like uh, I was able to maybe talk with her a different route as someone who has, without even kind of realizing, has seen a good part of her journey but also do Maiden's journey and how it's evolved and how it's grown and how it made such a big impact on the industry. So I was very proud of that and proud of that episode. And it's one that um, I have gotten good feedback on. And like I say, the credit goes to Vivi credit goes, I always give props to the guest. Um, it's a tango. And you know, when you have a great guest that makes it easier. So props go to Vivi on that one as well. But that was a highlight for me is, you know, I can look back on February of this year 
going, you know, I live outside of the city of Philadelphia. So going into the city downtown on a very cold Saturday in February, but being able to do a session with the legendary Amazon Amanda, but then also being able to do my first live in-person podcast with someone like Amazon Amanda was phenomenal. And don't get me wrong, I think you can make a great interview, a great episode over the phone, on the computer. Yeah, it doesn't have to be live, but it was so cool being able to do that episode live right after a session and really get just a comfortable, you know, what was cool about it was Amanda said, like, you know, um, I got like 45 minutes to an hour. And I was like, okay, you know, whatever, that's that's great. And back in my mind, I had a train, I took the train in, I had a train to catch, I had to walk a few blocks from the hotel she was at to the train station. So I'm like, hey, that's that's no problem, that's fine. And she got the cancellation you know, right before we get ready to record of a session, the guy, the guy, you know, was back and forth on it and he wound up not showing up, but she hadn't said that, Hey, we can go as long or whatever. So I was still thinking 45 to an hour and boom, once we started recording, it was almost like, um, the, 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 the computer wasn't there. We were just two people chilling talking about about everything, talking about the experience um, that we had just had in the session, which wasn't, I have, I've had multiple sessions with a man in the past, but it was so cool being able to do that and being able to share my story with her, but also hearing her story and hearing her talk about the industry and talk about balancing personal life and professional life from really, you know, you got to say a true legend in the game. And it was just awesome. The episode wound up going almost two hours. For those who haven't listened to it, uh, it was really an awesome one. So the episode winds up going almost two hours, and I wind up missing that train, and I had to wait another two hours for the next train. But And it was cold. It was February, and the wind was howling. It was nighttime. By, by the time everything was done, you know, it got dark, and it was night. But I was so happy. And my smile was from ear to ear because I was like, I just had an awesome experience. And the session was great, as always, with Amanda, but the conversation was great. And, you know, I can be real, that has been the second most downloaded episode in the podcast history was that live one with Amanda. So I I feel like a lot of people were interested and wanted to listen to it. And it was an awesome experience. And it was so cool to be able to talk to someone live and have that great conversation. So I'm hoping to, you know, get Amanda on again later, you know, early in 2023 in January. Hopefully we can do it live again. What was also cool, you know, a little side note was in October, Exotica came to Edison, New Jersey, and I was able to, you know, take off a day from work and go to Exotica with a friend and my brother and uh, go. I hadn't gone in four years. Part of that is because of me. Part of that was because of the pandemic. But being able to go there again was cool. But seeing that Amanda was there, I was like, all right. And so going in with my friend and then my brother came and met us. 
And me, you know, going up to Amanda, Amanda giving me a hug and say, hey, what's going on? How you doing? And we're having this conversation. And it was funny because I could see my friend and my brother looking at me like, how do you know her? And who is she? And all those things. But we're just having a good time. And it was two old friends catching up at Exotica. Um, and we, we, you know, kept walking around, but bumping into each other. And it was really cool to be like, man, look how far... I have come individually, you know, not to brag, just to be like, hey, you know, it's cool that I'm here at Exotica as a podcast host and still a fan, someone who loves mixed wrestling, uh, you know, femdom, kink wrestling, all those things, you know, kink and fetish, but also, man, from 10 years ago, doing my first session with Amanda, doing an oil wrestling session to where we're at now. We still know each other, still have a good rapport and someone I can say I'm friends with. So I was very proud of that moment. And it, and it's the, the thing that you don't realize and you have to take a step back and look when you are in this, not just as a podcast host, but as, as a fan or someone who does these sessions with a dominatrix, with a session wrestler, you do build rapport relationships and a connection. Um, you always have to remember to have the boundaries up as we talk about in the show a lot, but it's cool that like, wow, I can look back and I would have never have guessed that all those years ago. And that, that was still fine with me, but to be like, this is cool. We have this bond and, uh, my brother and, and friend came up to me, who's she? Man, she's tall. How tall is she? And how do you know her? And I'm like, it's from the podcast, fellas. It's from the podcast. And they were like, oh, okay. That was a very cool moment. Um, I look at also, you know, I had gotten to talk with and meet Lexi Art, you know, the art of Lexi you know, from the podcast, I interviewed her in January of 2022. Now the episode got released in March of 2022. That was some technical stuff. And, but I was able to talk to her in January of that year. She came to Philadelphia the next month. I was able to have a session with her in, in Philadelphia in February. And the conversation, the, the session was cool. You know, she is uh, tall. She is strong she's tough and and not just she's tough in the grappling sense but just a tough person she's overcome so much and has come out the other side and is truly inspiring and she is truly awesome and what was cool to me was the connection we made in that conversation during a session and she talked about uh where she lives which was right outside of New Orleans. And I knew, and I had booked it, that I was going to go and see my friend and visit him in New Orleans the following month, you know, at the end of March. So she had said, you know, oh, okay, well, let me know. Maybe we can, you know, hook up when you're down there in New Orleans. And I said, okay, sure. And I'll let everyone know. Um, I, I'm still, it's, I'm in a weird place because, I still feel like a fan first. I know I'm doing a podcast and I'm, I'm making even stronger connections, but I'm still, I'm, you know, I'm like, I'm not definitely, I'm not a session wrestler. I'm not in the, the, the jobber role. I'm not a producer. So I kind of go back and forth of like, what's my lane here. And, you know, always 
I, I fear I, I never want to overstep. I never want to offend or cross the boundary. So I kind of will put myself down. I'll be like, oh, well, you know, they, she said to connect or to reach out or call, or she said she'll come on the podcast, but I get, I can get in my head where I'm like, I don't know. I don't want to be a bother. I don't want to bother her. I don't want to bother this person. And, um, you know, it's a, it's a thing that we all have to watch because yes, you don't want to be a, a annoyance. You don't want to cross a line, but sometimes, Hey, when people, people don't have to do that. So looking at like an example of Lexi, when she said, Hey, let me know I'm in new Orleans. If she didn't want me to, to see her, she didn't have to say it, you know? And so I say all this because when I went down there in March to new, I, you know, got on the plane, went to new Orleans I was grateful because it was uh, about 25 degrees in Philadelphia that week and weekend, and it was in the 80s in New Orleans. So I was like, this is beautiful. This is nice. But um, I was having a great time with my friend, seeing him for those few days, and Lexi was on my mind, but I kind of thought, well, I don't, I don't know. I don't want to be a bother. How will this work and all these things? So I you know, kind of like looked at my friend, and I told him, He's a friend who knows about this, about that I'm, you know, into the session world and with the podcast. And I said, would you be cool if I, you know, reach out to somebody I I know and, you know, connect, meet up with them? And he was like, yeah, that's no problem. So I, you know, was like, hey, Lexi. And she, I texted her and she goes, hey. And I go, uh, guess where I am? <laughs> I'm like, I'm in New Orleans. And I was like, she didn't text back at first for a while, and I was like, "Oh crap!" She probably thinks I'm a weirdo, cause like I I was so caught up in packing and getting on the flight, and you know, so self critical. I kind of I didn't give the heads up. I'm coming down these days. I didn't say anything till I was already in the city. So at first, I was like, I probably sound like a weirdo, but then like a couple hours later, she texted back. It was like, "Oh, that's great. We should meet up." And I'm like, "Oh, awesome!" So we uh, we wind up you know, agreeing to meet up. It was my last day there. I was, uh, it was a Monday and I had a flight at two thirty in the afternoon from new Orleans back to Philadelphia. So my friend dropped me off at this park and forgive me, I, I forget the name of the park, but it was a Monday at 9am and we're at this park and I wind up, you know, he dropped me off. I said my goodbye to him and I meet up with Lexi and we had talked about seeing about doing a session outdoors and it was something that was such a cool experience because I was like, man, what do I do? You know, session wrestling, I'm never ashamed of it. I love it. I always will, but it's something that is like more private. You know what I mean? Uh, when you're having a session. So the fact that I was like, man, outdoors, I'll be real with everyone. Listen, I was kind of like, there was a nervousness there was the excitement of, hey, I'm doing something different possibly and this is something that I can share and it's a it's a experience that I think myself but also Lexi, we we can at least say once excuse me, that we had, you know, but I was kinda like, Well, how's it gonna go? How's it gonna be? What will people think? Will people think I'm weird? Will people think this is a weird experience? So I was kind of like, well, how do I do this? And it was so cool because 
just letting go of everything and being free was maybe the best thing, one of the best things I've ever done. I kind of said to myself, you know what? It's New Orleans. I'm on vacation. We're having a session. We're not doing anything wrong. Let it rip. Let it go. And I'm like, if Lexi, who lives here, is cool and comfortable with it, why shouldn't I? And everyone listening, it was an amazing experience. We were out there. We had the mats out. We had some cameras. And if you go on Lexi's Instagram page, uh, you, you'll you see a picture, you know, from around March of 2022 of, you know, her having an outdoor session. And she's had a scissor hold on me. And you see me kind of floundering. Um, she got me in a good move, got me in a good hold there, good scissors. But it was so cool being able to do that with her and have that experience. And to be honest, no one really looked. You know, Lexi's in a, a black bathing suit. I'm in a, you know, a, a wife beater and shorts. And we're just having the session. And it was so awesome and so cool to do. So I can honestly say that it was so worth it to be able to get beyond that negative thinking, that critical self-doubt, that being like, what are people going to think about me? Are people going to judge? And to just go out there and have a great time. And we had an amazing time. And it was cool. We do the session outside. It's awesome. Um, We're still having a great time, great convo. We got up going to a store together, and then she drops me off at the airport. And she's the one who dropped me off the airport for me to catch my flight plenty of time to go back home. Um, the The only down part was I was, you know, always going to go home, but I was leaving 85-degree weather to go back to, you know, the high of 27 in Philly. So that was the kind of the only thumbs down of that day. It was, you know, back to reality, back to uh, the wintertime. But... It was an amazing experience that I wouldn't have had if it wasn't for session wrestling, wasn't for the podcast, wasn't for trying to just make genuine connections with people. And it's something that um, for those who are listening, and I know it's hard, um, it's not easy. It's not easy for me. That's why I'm saying it. But think about and really, you know, everyone moves at their own pace and their own speed, but if you're being held back, whether it's on your own with a partner, from really trying to explore this world or any kind of world with kink, fetish, you know, I always advise do it in a responsible, healthy way, but uh, really do that work to try to let those barriers, those mental hangups go because the connection is so worth it. And I hope you've heard that in past conversations, past episodes how important the connection is and how worth it it is. And I hope you're hearing it now uh, that it's just worth not letting it get into your head, not letting that hang up, hold you back from having that real connection, which I think we all saw if we didn't realize it the past few years, we saw how important that is to us. And I know for me, the grind is there. We're always go, 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 deadline, deadline, got to get this done, got to get that done, got to move, got to move, got to move. But these past few years showed me that I need to make sure I keep 
the connections that I have, but also the new making new connections and as a top priority in my life. It's important. And I say that to everyone. It's important to do that and to really feel, you know, hey, I feel alive in this world. I feel connected. And doing a session is one of those feelings. It's not the only feeling. I'm not going to say that it's the only way you can get that feeling. There's plenty of ways. But, man, I I feel so present when I'm in a session. I feel like I'm so right there. I'm right connected with this other individual. You know, I get the same feeling when I do a podcast, too. I'm in that moment. I'm in that, you know, that conversation, that intimacy. But it's such a great feeling of connection, of feeling safe. And people who are new to this or maybe who are don't know it are probably like, how do you feel safe? You're getting put in this, this, this hold or you're being lifted and carried or whatever the case may be. But I'm, I'm telling you, it is such a safe feeling to feel that connection and to feel that that bond with somebody else and to be able to say i yeah i don't know if i'll be able to say it again hopefully i will uh hopefully it could be with lexi or other people but to to have a, an outdoor session in the middle of a park um is an experience i will take with me forever and i i can't speak for her i hope she takes it too um but that was a highlight one of the the highlights i've had through this the podcast through sessions in 2022 it was also great earlier in the year that to really get back and to have sessions with people who are some of the biggest stars in this industry, but also, you know, one was a previous guest and came on the show again, and another one through this connection became a guest, and I got to meet up with Des Desire and Sheena and had my first sessions with both of them earlier in 2022 and everyone I know I you know I've heard Sheena is getting ready to retire or you know I don't know I haven't really kept tabs on that if you haven't seen Sheena she is worth it and someone who has over the past couple years gone on higher and higher on my list as one of my top three top five favorite you know performers favorite wrestlers in the industry Des Desire Getting to meet her in the session with her was an experience that it's hard to put into words. It really is because for those who know her or are fans of her, I guess for those who don't know her, uh, you know, Dez, 5'10", you know, 160, 165, so tall, lean, but very strong, uh, very just badass because she's, you know, does MMA, is a great grappler, knows BJJ. And those who see, you know, follow her see that she 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 is a great, you know, mixed martial artist. But she's also, what's cool is, a great session wrestler. And she really understands and I really loves that primal nature of it. And that's so refreshing to see. It's always great to see people... And great to hear it too when I do a podcast with some with someone, but to hear or to see or feel that passion and it's not it is it a job is it a business is it money making absolutely it is, 
but it's not just you. I think a lot of us can tell when you meet or hear someone and it's just kind of uh, in or out. And when you hear Des talk about it, you hear her passion. And she showed that when she came on the show. But a few months before she came on the show, going and having that experience, it was January of 2022, a Saturday night, took the train in, having that experience. I can say this, the intensity from, and I, I should have asked her, I don't know if the heat was on higher than usual. I'm a big guy. I can sweat. I never sweated so much and never sweated so quickly in a session because it was just the intensity. But it wasn't like, uh-oh, uh-oh. It was just that primal nature. And, you know, I'm not a grappler, so I'm not going to bullshit and act like, oh, I, you know, it was a back and forth. She was kind of, she was in control, but it was kind of me doing like a whole cat and mouse thing where like she would, you know, get on top and try to do holds and I would see if I could break them or not tap out. And uh, she was kind of impressed by, you know, I was more bendy than she thought. And, you know, it was harder to tap out in some way. But she would always eventually, you know, Des is Des. She's she's Des Desire and great for a reason. She would get me. But it was really fun. And just the primal nature. And I felt bad. I was like, man, I'm sweating all over the place here. I'm sorry. And she goes, no, I like to sweat. And that was kind of like, oh, okay. That was pretty cool to hear. Like, she was like, I like it. It's, it's great. And it was just... For someone who that was my first session, and probably at that point, let's see, in eight, nine months, I had only, and from someone who in the previous two years only had two sessions, you know, I had one in 2020, I had one in 2021, and that was it. So from someone like that to kind of look at, you know, to, to kind of get back into the, the session game, uh, you know, after being rusty for a few years, to go to Des Desire, that was what I needed because that got me going and that was like, ah, oh, it awoke the beast. And it was like, this is why I love doing it. This is why this is great. This is why I miss this. Um, so I was forever grateful for that. She even was really cool. She, you know, I love to do the lift and carry. So she was like, wow, you're a big, strong guy. You can lift and carry me. I'm like, yeah. So I was putting her in different holds. And I appreciate, you know, I don't take for granted. We have to put a trust into the session wrestlers and they put a trust into us. And so when I lift them and she has a trust in me and feels comfortable, that's really cool showing that she has a comfort level in me. And I think she said that when she wound up being a guest on the podcast a few months later from that, you know, back in, in uh, I guess it was around April to May of 2022. And low key, that always, that put a smile on my face to hear her say that, to hear her talk about how she felt comfortable with me and, you know, put a trust in me because that's, in life, I don't want to shortchange it. Like it's not important all in all aspects, but speaking about the podcast, about mixed wrestling, about kink fetish, um, you know, dominatrix, whatever your interests are, your overall, your sexuality, trust is so important. People to feel comfortable and trustworthy, trusting you to show their truth is so critical to me and so important. So I never take it for granted. And it always makes me feel good 
when I hear someone else say, I trust you. You know, when Hans told me, you know, the show story that he he put his trust into me, when Jen Thomas says she trusts me, when Des Desire, when all these different people, Amazon Annie, Amazon Amanda, you know, Michaela, so on and so on, you know, uh, CJ from CJ Films, you know, Kane from Kane Vision, his studio, when they put a trust into me, I don't take that lightly because I want them to feel that and I want them to know that I value that and I don't take it lightly and I want to make sure that they never have to worry about, oh, why did I trust D-Rock? Why did I put my faith in him? Um, I want them to know that I value them and I value their truth and I value their story and I value that connection. And so it's important for me to hear that. And so I have to really say it, you know, thank you to Des because that was my first really, you know, session of 2022 and my first really coming back, you know, post pandemic coming back into live sessions was with her. And uh, it started with a bang and it started off hot and steamy and, and it was really good and it was intense and it was fun and, I am so appreciative of that. And I can look at also one thing that's been cool this year uh, as like a little segue is I'm sure I've said, I, I, I know I've said it in past episodes, but you know, that's what makes this podcast doing it very unique for me is I feel like, yes, I've been into session wrestling and mixed wrestling and kink and fetish since I was in junior high. But I, um, and if you want to make it narrow, you know, to, to dominatrix, BDSM, session wrestling, you know, to, to narrow the scope, I've been into that since junior high, but I never found anyone else who was fans of it, who also had a passion for it. So when I started my first session, which was with Mutiny. And if you haven't heard that episode, you can check the archives, Meeting, Meeting Mutiny. You know, that was my first live session was July of 2012. And from then on, the conversations I would have about session wrestling with someone else who had a passion for it was with the session wrestlers or with the, the dominatrix. I would, you know, see them. And that those were the times where I was really having conversations and connecting. I never, I knew, obviously... There were other, you know, people, guys who were fans, but I hadn't met them. And then with the show, I got Hans, who was a producer, but also first and foremost a fan. He was really the first guy I met was a fan. And it wasn't really meeting him in person, but over the phone, you know, and connecting on, on social media and over the phone. But I was like, oh, I'm finally talking to another person who's a fan. And what broke through this year in 2022, which was awesome, was meeting an amazing guy like CJ, amazing guys like, you know, who run, you know, Jackhammer, who runs Protein Wrestling, uh, getting to talk to Kane from uh, Kane Vision Studios and getting to connect it with other guys who are fans and really have a love and appreciation for this business. Man, it's like, oh, if 11-year-old me, I could go back and say, hey, don't worry, you'll meet somebody else who has this passion, if I could go back and tell 11-year-old D-Rock that, man, I, you know, I've had my old, my own, like, DeLorean, 
can go back to the future like, you know, Doc Brown and Marty McFly and be like, hey, D-Rock, don't worry. You may feel ostracized. You may feel like a weirdo. You may feel like, man, no one, I can't connect with anybody else, but it may take a little bit, but it will get better. I wish I could do that because it was so awesome. And it has been such a blessing getting to know these guys, you know, Hoodman, Hoodman, another one, getting to know these guys and getting to make these connections and getting to make friendships with these guys about this and their, their encouragement, um, their support. And I want them to know I, you know, hopefully they feel it, Leo, in return from me that I encourage and support them as well. That has been so cool and so awesome. And, you know, sometimes when you're going through your year, you, you overlook things. You, like I said in the beginning of the episode, you look at the negatives, you look at the shoulda, coulda, wouldas, the what I have to keep working on. And I'm not saying with balance, you, you, you can't look at what you have to improve on because we always have to be improving and trying to to be better as people. But we also need to not beat ourselves up and look at the positives. And that's been a huge positive. And not just in the podcast world, not just in session wrestling, but in my life, meeting new friendships, new people I can genuinely have connections with and genuinely have conversations and I can genuinely be myself. You you can't put a price on that. You can't uh, put any kind of words on that. So for me, that is huge. And that's been a blessing that's come in 2022 as well. So I don't want that to be overlooked. You know, another thing this year, I can honestly say back in September, Michaela Miles came back on the show and gave me one of the most powerful conversations, not only that I've ever had in just podcasting, but in life, um, connecting about just, just two human beings who are trying to figure our way in this world, but also trying to spread love and understanding the best way we can, but also, hey, we're flawed human beings and we have our ups and downs and we screw up just like every other person. Um, was one of the most powerful conversations when I talked to her in September of this past year and being able to connect with her. And I'll be honest. I'll be straight up honest. That was the third time on the show talking with her. And, you know, I'm looking at three months later. I still think about that conversation daily. I still reach out to her and talk, you know, thank her for that conversation. I still have people, friends in my own, you know, personal life who talk about that episode and talk about how important it was and how connected we feel my own therapist my therapist thought we must have sessioned together before we must have met each other in person many times i let her listen to the episode and how i'll be honest how connected we were she was she was surprised she was very surprised by that because i was like no we've we've talked through text and social media we've talked on the show it had been two episodes we've done before but no i never met michaela in person she couldn't believe it um, that was just such a cool experience, and it was so cool to uh, be able to share that and be able to get a lot of things off of my chest, but also to listen. And I feel like Michaela got a lot off of her chest, too. Um, she is someone who has been a, a true blessing 
in my life in in the past, you know, 2021 and 2022 and definitely hopefully uh going forward. She is so cool and awesome. Another person that was cool to talk with, I did my second in-person interview with Goddess Nadia, who I've been a fan of for a pretty good while now, the past few years, and always wanting her to come to, she would come to the East Coast, but wouldn't hit Philadelphia, but uh, CJ from CJ Films, he convinced her to come to Philly, and not only that, him being the good friend, the good man that he is, put in a good word and was able to help me um, have a session with her, but also was able to help me have the podcast with her, and it was so cool having the session, and People who have not seen her in person or don't follow her, big mistake, because she is awesome. She's the real deal in person. She is a strong, beautiful person on the inside, but most importantly, uh, strong and beautiful. Well, I said that wrong. Sorry. She's strong and beautiful on the outside, but most importantly, she's strong and beautiful on the inside. And she was so cool, so down to earth. Um has some some really tough her legs are just so strong but was just so chill and you know after doing the session and then sitting there we're, we're recording and being able to talk to her and who know and that's what's fun about this i i know people hear this and i want to hear it too the stories when it comes to mixed wrestling the stories when it comes to or you know bdsm and dominatrix adult entertainment i love hearing and hopefully showing that these are people and hearing that Nadia grew up in the Seattle era, uh, area in the nineties, uh, grew up knowing about the grunge movement and knowing about all the, and we're talking, you know, grunge bands and comparing, you know, Nirvana and Kurt Cobain to this group, to that group it was so cool and so awesome. And such like, man, like that's why it's cool to get. And for me, and I don't know how you guys feel, I know a lot of guys just want to hear, get to the, get to the good stuff, you know, get to the, get to, you know, what their favorite hold is, what their favorite type of session is. And that is good stuff. But to me, all of it's good stuff. Hearing, you know, uh, Sin Sage talk about, you know, animation and Pixar movies, um, hearing Amazon Sapphire Stone who is so incredible and she's so awesome. And uh, I hope she keeps going because she, to me, has a bright future. Her talk about her journey and being comfortable with being a tall woman and the, the things that we, you know, may overlook with, a, it's, you know, people, men and women have their, their battles with being very tall. But what a tall woman goes through growing up and also continues to go through in adulthood and being comfortable in her own skin and having that awesome conversation and hearing someone she's young and getting into the, the Amazon world, getting into the dominatrix world. That was a great talk. And just hearing who she is as a person and her different interests was so incredible and so awesome. Um, I think that needs to not be forgotten as well. Being able to talk to Connor Heffernan, someone I've heard on so many podcasts, and to really, as a lover of history, talk about Katie Sanduina, who is like the OG, the godmother of mixed wrestling, session wrestling, you know, lift and carry, all that. 
being able to talk and him to give that history lesson and to tell that story and being able to talk to him and hear his story as well was so cool. And I look forward to, you know, definitely wanting to reach out to him for 2023 to have him come back on the show because he was so awesome. All these things have been just blessings and great. Um, and I'm beyond appreciative for all of you guys listening and all of you guys supporting. It's been so cool. And, you know, I I will say this, and I'm not, I'm just going to be honest and real. Um, you know, the last little bit, you know, going into November and December, I had gotten sick. I had shingles and I wasn't able to, uh, you know, really, I guess, close out the year the way I want it to when it comes to the podcast. For that, I apologize um, from the doctor and just from myself. I, you know, I had gotten sick a couple weeks before Thanksgiving with shingles and some other health things. And I kind of was like, I need to kind of recoup and, and, uh, you know, remember that it's a, it's a marathon, not a sprint. Um, which I know a lot of us, we say it, but it's hard for us to feel that way because everything seems like it's just go, go, go now, now, now we have to. But, um, you know, if we don't recognize that lesson, our body, you know, our physical health, our mental health will definitely show it to us. And I got shown it back in November, but, um, I want to put that out there to say sorry um, if I didn't finish up and wasn't as consistent as I would have liked to have been. I want to improve on that in 2023. You know, um, I signed up to do this show. I appreciate doing this show. I love doing this show. I love doing this show for you guys, the fans, for the session wrestlers, the adult entertainers, the dominatrix, the producers, everybody um but i i will work on balancing out you know time management it's just really it's it's it it comes to the schedule everything behind the scene it's just me for better for worse i don't have a, a team um who knows maybe that's something i'll look into more for 2023 but uh, maybe that can take some pressure off and kind of help but I, I i want you guys to know i do the best that i can in giving the content it's not as consistent as i would like it sometimes to be um but i do the best that i can and i say all that to say i just appreciate the fact that people still stick with the show you still listen you still support um and it means the world to me and it really does and i want people i'll be honest i want them to let me know just what they want to hear, what they want to experience um, going forward. I, I want to try to find new ways to deliver different type of content. I, you know, different things for the show. Always want to keep expanding it. Um, a, a plus for me is I, I like having, I love having guests. I don't like it. I love having guests on. But sometimes it can be hard trying to book a guest and trying, you know, stay on top of that, stay on top of prepping for the interview, trying to make sure I have enough content to stay semi-consistent and also, you know, making sure, try my best to make sure it sounds okay and all that stuff. Um, That's why I try to, you know, want to get into doing more 
episodes where it's just me or maybe just me and Hans if he's free at times just to uh, sometimes still give content. Hopefully it's content you guys like, but uh, just try to mix it up a bit. And I want to make sure I want to improve. I was proud to be able to do my first solo episodes this year um, for a few of them and, and got some good feedback, good, you know, good response like a good response but also good constructive criticism from people too and i really appreciate it you know so i want people whether it's people some do by email you can email after our sessions pod at gmail.com that's after our sessions pod all one word at gmail.com or you know hit us up on twitter at sessions after you know, after our sessions, you can find that that on Twitter as well. I, I want to hear what you guys think and what you guys want to hear and what content you guys want to hear for the show and any feedback because I want to keep growing and keep doing better for myself, uh, for the industry, and also just as important for you guys. So thank you guys for all the support. Thank you guys for everything. And Hope everyone has a good new year and let's uh let's kick ass and let's have a great 2023. Peace.